far ahead. Transmutation! <laughs> Where the fuck do you come up with this transmute? Oh my. That, uh, that's it. That, pe people who know will know. Let's leave it at that. So, <laughs> so on the last episode of our podcast, we talked about the disappearance and murder of four Bucks County boys. Yes. Um, we actually left off with the cops interrogating the suspect, Cosmo DiNardo. Yes. And he was talking about how he murdered the first one, Jimmy. And we left off right before he was going to talk about how what he did to the uh, following three, which were Dean, Tommy, and Mark. Yes. Okay. Continue. So, the fucktardedness just continues. Oh, God, I can imagine. So, just to backtrack a tiny bit, Cosmo it's shoots Jimmy. After, it's like, I'll sell you a gun. Yeah. So, so he hands Jimmy a shotgun. Jimmy goes to try and test it, and then he gets blasted from behind. And Jimmy shoots the shotgun, goes to shoot the shotgun, and Cosmo shoots him with a different gun and kills him right there. Yes. Then Cosmo's, Cosmo... I'm sorry, go ahead. Then Cosmo gets his backhoe, digs a hole, says a prayer for him. I, I just want to fucking throat punch him. I said a prayer for him. No the fuck you didn't. Right, that's and and he buries him. Mind you, this this Cosmo Donardo guy is in a is from a very well off family. Yes, he's got he's from he he from the money. Anyway, continue. We left off at where he was going to say about the other three that yes. were missing. So now he starts talking about the other three, and now we welcome a new player to the game of this fucktardedness. Mm. It's Cosmo's cousin from Philly. Oh boy, Sean Kratz. He has had some minor run-ins with the cops, but like nothing. Kind of like with nothing major. Like with uh, Dean, where it's just like you know, don't be riding around here, right. that kind of stuff. Dumb, right. dumb boy shit. Yeah. Now they come up with a plan to meet with Dean and rob him. Mm -hmm. Dean was supposed to buy a quarter pound of the pot off of Cosmo, which Cosmo doesn't have. He oh, only has two ounces. I just remembered this took place in a time where weed wasn't legal around here. <laughs> yeah, it was five years ago. So so Cosmo only has two ounces, so clearly he was he this wasn't is a planning setup yeah. from the jump. Yeah. So Cosmo picks up Dean for the do the, the dope deal. Which was brought up which was seen on the camera, which again, check the previous episode. Yep. And the plan was Sean, the cousin was going to take him in the woods on quads, uh -huh. rob him, then kill him. And then bury him out in the in woods. In the woods. Yes. Sean didn't kill him, though. Instead, they ended up in that barn. Remember the one? Yes, where they found the car. No, the one where they found the, oh, all the blood. Yes, right, where you're like, clearly this was... they. The cops and all said that this was from like they're like a traumatic scene or a traumatic yes or like, life threatening injury yes I think were the words I used yes so um, Dean turns to walk out of the barn and Cosmo claims that when that's when Sean shoots mm -hmm. him yeah then Cosmo takes the gun and shoots him a few more times he even says that is he, the weirdest time to follow Zombieland logic. Like what the fuck? Like you don't have to double tap. And, no. and and he even says he knows he's dead, but he shoots him anyway just because. So you know he's dead, but you're going to shoot him anyway just because. Just, but just wait. 
Like, There's more. You let your cousin kill the kid, and then you're just like, ah, fuck it, I want to turn. Bat, bat, bat. Yeah. He then goes on to say, his split, his head was split the hell open. These are his words. And that they probably found the brain matter in the barn, which, remember, is where they said they found a lot of blood. Yeah. His head was split the hell open. <laughs> but you decided to shoot him... More times. More times. Just because. <laughs> so after Dean was murdered... I'm feeling sick to my stomach. After Dean was murdered, Cosmo leaves Sean at the farm and goes to meet Tom and Mark. Yes. Another drug deal. Yep. They follow Cosmo back to the farm. Mm-hmm. Because remember, Tom's car is the one they found in... In the, in the shed. In the shed. Um... I lost my fucking place. Oh, they follow Cosmo yes. back to the farm. Cosmo says he said that these boys sense something isn't right. They're all like standing outside. Yeah. And when they turn their backs to leave, he, he pops shoots them. Tom in the back. But since Mark was such a big guy, even after he unloaded the gun on him, Mark he, is still alive. Hell yeah. Go, Mark. <laughs> He's screaming. I can't feel my legs. I can't feel my legs. Oh, never mind. This fucking breaks my heart because when this came out and Mark's mom heard this, I, I can't imagine how she must have felt. Cosmo says he then goes and gets the backhoe and runs Mark over mm. while he's alive and screaming. Like, what in the actual fuck? Like, you know that, that feeling when your face gets cold because you feel the blood rush out of it? That's what I'm feeling right now. I felt that, and I felt my heart sink a little bit. Like, I, I feel nauseous. Like, that is... So I felt nauseous when I read it. I mean, when I watched it. I felt nauseous watching him because he's on... He's being interviewed, and you see him saying this shit. Yeah. And he's like... He's almost laughing and bragging about it. Even worse... After all of this, mm -hmm. after burying them, Sean and Cosmo go to the city for fucking cheesesteaks. You just fucking killed three guys in, in, in an hour span. That is the... Ran one over alive. That is the most Pennsylvania... Well, fuck it, let's go to the city and get cheesesteaks. Like, I know, I came up with the name for our thing. It's horror cultural. We talk about horror shit. But that is some fucking, like, twisted horror movie shit. I, I told you, this one fucked me up. A whole that's lot like, of fucked up -edness. Like, that's some shit you'd see, you'd think you would see in, like... like Texas Chainsaw Ch Massacre! Exactly! Or a Rob Zombie movie! Yeah, that I could see that being in a Rob Zombie movie. Like, House of a Thousand Corpses! Perfect example. I would expect it there. Yeah. I wouldn't be so upset by it there. Not only that, but A, because we know it's a movie. And this fucking shit happened. Yeah, it's... This sick motherfucker did this. Yeah, that's... So now, this part of the interview, Cosmo breaks down and started crying. I don't know why I did this shit. You fucking know! You fucking piece of shit, lying motherfucker, cock-sucking bastard. There's my Tourette's coming out. You know exactly why you fucking did this. Exactly, yeah. Why did all this happen? 
fucking money. Yep. You They wanted to rob those boys. Exactly. Like, under the guise of a drug deal. Yeah. They didn't even have the fucking weed. Mm -hmm. Their sole intention was to rob and then kill them. To hide the evidence that yeah, they robbed they, them. Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't know why I did this. Fuck you. Like, fuck you didn't know why you did this. Like, I have to wrap this shit up. It's, it's fucking brutal. Sean Blaze co blames Cosmo for all the murders and then recants. Okay, Cosmo, because you again, I watched the interview, yeah. and I'll let you watch. I'll tell you what it is if you want to watch it and all that stuff. But Cosmo then tells the cops where they can find Jimmy, because remember, Jimmy wasn't buried with the other. Yeah, three he boys. was buried all, uh, on a different area. He was buried. He just wasn't there with those three boys. But he was. I'm assuming he was buried nearby, though. Right. So. The cops, you know, he tells the cops where they can find Jimmy because that's a that's a condition. Yeah. Of not getting the death penalty. Telling them where the evidence is. Right. So he, you know, he then tells them where to, they can find Jimmy, and Jimmy is not very far away from. Yeah. I'm telling you, this one was rough. I can imagine. And I watch a lot of true crime shit, but this one was really rough because these boys were so young. They all of them were nineteen. Yeah. All four were nineteen. So anyway, both Sean and Cosmo are char charged and serving life sentences, and that's exactly where the fuck they belong. Now, I will touch on the mental health issue. The year before all of this happened, Cosmo had been put into mental health facilities. We are advocates for mental health issues and believe that help should be available to everyone, despite money or social social economical status. But there's a difference between what Cosmo did and him having mental health issues. Yeah. Okay? Big fucking difference. He's been diagnosed with bipolar disorder, mm -hmm. schizoaffective disorder, and schizophrenia. The I hell? know I know the article I read on Philly Mag said that at one point his doctor took him off Let me re let me repeat that. Off medicine. Off his meds, stating that he was in remission from his bipolar disorder. You have schizo yes, disorders yeah. as well. Yeah, it's... My dude. You do not take someone off their medicines with that. Now, I had never heard of anyone going into remission from bipolar disorder, and I'm fucking bipolar. Mm-hmm. As someone with bipolar disorder, I never heard of that shit. Yeah. I had to Google it. <laughs> Apparently... It's a thing? It is a thing. Okay. But we have to remember, he also has schizophrenic... And schizo... Effective or something? Yeah, I, I should have looked him up, but I didn't, because at this point I was just like, Give I need... Two seconds, because the schizoaffective one is the one that confused me. But continue, I'll, I'll let you know when I find it. So, the, regardless if his bipolar was in remission, there's no way he should have been taken off of any kind of fucking meds. Period. Oh, here it is. Schizoaffective disorder is a mental health condition, including schizophrenia and mood disorder symptoms. Schizoaffective disorder is a combination of symptoms of schizophrenia and mood disorder. So, schizoaffective disorder is basically, the, it's a combination of the bipolar and the schizophrenia. Yeah. Uh, and mood disorder such as depression or bipolar disorder. Symptoms may occur at the same time or at different times. So, he had bipolar, schizophrenia, and then an entirely new disorder because he had both of them. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's no way he should have ever been taken off any meds. No, 100% not. Yeah. But yet he was. I feel like that's... I, 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 on, this might be a conspiracy theory thing coming from me, 
but I feel like him being taken off the meds was like a like a payoff from his parents. Like we don't want our sons, we don't want that kind of blemish on or our family an, an name. Excuse. Well, he was taken off his meds. That's why he did all this. Yeah. Well. Blame, month, blame the doctor. He took him off the meds. It's just like no, he's a sociopath. <laughs> one month before, well, he definitely was. Oh yeah. He had clear motive to murder it these was people. Premeditated. Yeah. So one month before the murders. His meds were reduced. Mm-hmm. The day after the murders, he had another doctor's appointment. That's when the meds were stopped. Great fucking doctor. Oh, this Jesus. is the day after he killed the, these three boys. I'm going to say the day after the three boys because... It Jimmy happened before. <laughs> it, right. Jimmy was the first. That's This whole wild. thing is fucked up, and this is why our country needs... To have better, more affordable, if not free, health care. Especially for people with mental health and addiction issues. Because, and I will go to the grave saying this, 99% of people with addiction issues have some sort of mental health issue. And that is why they use drugs to dull the fucking pain. People, please get it through your fucking heads. <sighs> and that, my dear listeners, I'm so sorry of the horrific shit. I spit all over myself. I'm so passionate <laughs> about it. Is the horrific story of the Bucks County boys, Cosmo DiNardo, and Sean Kratz. Even though we didn't mention Sean that much. He's still a part of he's it. He's part of it. Cosmo is the mastermind behind all this shit. I guess he wanted to be famous. Well, you are, fucker, but not for a good reason. No. And I hope you're getting ass raped in jail. Oh, boy. There's no real info on Tommy. I think his family didn't want to participate. Remember yeah. I was saying this earlier. In the documentary I watched. Yeah. And like I said, Sean had no real record before this. I honestly couldn't bring myself to look up any more information on this. So I'm sad to say I didn't give Tommy the justice that he deserved. Mm -hmm. There probably was more information. I know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Mark's mom said Tommy and Mark worked together. Yeah. So, and there's a ton of pictures of them together, like playing guitar and in a band. And Yeah. I, I really should have given Tommy more justice, but... At this point, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do anymore. No, I, I don't blame I just you. couldn't. I still feel sick to my stomach. Nah, I don't blame you. He ran that poor boy over, screaming, How? How? Yeah, that's... that's you'd have to be a special kind of twisted individual to get... To be able to do that and feel nothing. And feel nothing. But like, And then you go to the fucking city and get cheesesteaks. And it's like, it's not even that he felt nothing. As you were saying, during the interrogation, it's the... Like, you watch... I'm assuming you watch the interrogation. That was gross. Uh, like, as you say, you were watching it, and he almost sounded proud of it. Like, he I don't know. He was laughing and shit. I don't know how you can do that shit and feel that kind of way about it. This is a hell of a story to, to follow, so, uh, yeah, I get, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I told you it was a doozy. It was a doozy, all right. Um, so, in a weird 
in a twisted kind of ironic way, it's kind of funny that you picked that story because the one I picked also ha is also in uh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> oh, okay. I will let you know now, it is not a true crime thing, nor is it a cryptid thing. Like, I'm not doubling back on the other thing. It is more of a haunted... A, a, a possibly haunted ghost town. And I'm assuming you can kind of guess where I'm going. It's a place that you probably... I'm pretty sure I've told... Battlefield? No. It's a place that I'm pretty sure I told you I've been wanting to visit for years. Penhurst Asylum? No. Well, I've already been to Eastern State. Centralia, Pennsylvania. No, it's not ringing a bell. Centralia was once a prosperous mining town of the 20th century. Please let this beer be colder, because I fucking <laughs> need one. So, how has it become one of the spookiest ghost towns to visit in the States? Back in the 60s, they had built up... Oh, a God, it's not. <laughs> Back in the 60s, they had built up a landfill to, get ri to, to burn the excess trash that had accumulated over the years. What they didn't expect... I don't remember hearing this. You'll, you'll remember this once I, bring, once I say this next part. Okay. What they didn't expect was that the fire would eventually hit a live coal vein underground and keep burning for decades to come. This is the town that... Where it's burning underground, and it's been burning underground for the past, like, 60 years. It's still burning now? It's still burning to this day. Now, Pennsylvania tried to extinguish the underground coal fire, mind you. It wasn't a... Well, it wasn't a... Well, it's fucking coal! Well... This is where it's... It wasn't a, ah, shit's on fire now, good luck, have fun kind of situation. So there was a couple of ideas that they had. Idea number one. Excavate beneath Centralia, or Centralia. I don't know how they pronounce it. They planned to dig out underneath the town to expose the flames so they could put them out. But they underestimated how much they would have to dig and eventually ran out of funding. Oh my god. So, pfft, that was a bust. And by the way... That one shit the bed. I actually put kick them out thumb sign plus noise. So <laughs> that was a bust. Idea, idea number two. Flush out the fire. With... They plan to use a mixture of crushed rock and water to extinguish the flames. <clears throat> Excuse me. But... And I quote the article I read this... Wouldn't the coal catch the rock on fire? Not necessarily. I and, mean, you use hot rocks for a lot of shit. Yeah. And I quote the article that I read from allthatisinteresting.com. Oh, that sounds like a cool website. Quote, unquote, uncommonly low temperatures... Air testicles! Uncommonly low temperatures at the time caused the water lines to freeze, as well as the stone grinding machine. Which to oh. me... Which to me sounds like... Wouldn't the heat keep it warm? Which to me sounds I mean, like... I don't know. I'm not an engineer... <laughs> I'm anything. not either. But to me, that just sounds like, ah, shit! Why did we decide to do this in the winter in the middle of a fucking snowstorm? Yeah. <laughs> in Pennsylvania! But I digress. They were also concerned that the amount of mixture that they had wouldn't fill the labyrinthian mines because they a lot of different things bring this up. It was like a, like a, fuck, a clusterfuck of interconnected mines under Centralia. And that's how they were able to sustain... Australia sounds like a fucking movie. Probably. Well, there's... We're gonna get to that. Oh. We're gonna get to that. Trust me. 
Okay, dope. Come on with the light. Oh yeah, we never brought. Well, we were gonna bring that up at the end of the last episode, but we'll do it at the end of this one. Um, where was I? Uh oh, they were concerned that the amount of mixture that they had wouldn't fill the mines. So the dumbasses thought, ah, fifty percent is better than zero percent. They left the mines half filled. Oh my god! And that left room for the fucking flames to move around still. Yeah, because it's well. Hold on, I have a question. Sure. Fire needs that uh, oxygen to burn. Yes. Why wouldn't they just fill in the holes? Therefore, that's what they were trying. That was what that second plan was, but. They didn't have enough mixture to. F they didn't have enough mixture to fill it all the way up. So there was still room for the fire to burn. Gotcha. And that plan also ran out of funding. Oh my god! After going twenty thousand dollars over budget, of course. <laughs> and what year was this? So this all took place around the sixties. Okay. And well, so twenty thousand dollars was a lot of money. Oh I yeah, mean, it's a lot of money now. Oh yeah, but so in the eighties, now the coal fire has been burning in the, from the sixties to this point now, and I'm in the eighties right now. So the people have been living with this under fire, fucking hellscape underneath of them for twenty years at this point. Literally living on top of hell. Hell, essentially. So in the eighties, a twelve year old resident, and I think his name was like. Dom, like Dominic or something like that, or Tom or something. Besides the point, a 12-year-old resident of the town fell into a sinkhole that formed underneath of him. Oh, my God. This hole was 150 feet deep. Oh, my God. But the kid managed to survive because he managed to grab an exposed tree root and his cousin pulled him out. Well, holy shit. Thank God. Because he'd have been dead and oh. then cooked. Oh, yeah. But the steam venting from the sinkhole contained lethal amounts of carbon monoxide. Yeah, coal. And so I didn't write this in, but I just remember it. They, like, between the 60s and the 80s, people were complaining about, like, you know, getting sick from all the carbon monoxide being right, released right. into the town. Understandable. People were passing out in their homes because of the carbon monoxide poisoning. And we're talking, like, 20 years of that shit, and they're like, nah, this is our town, we'll stay here. I'm sorry. This is Pennsylvania, so that makes sense. They're all very stubborn. But a bitch is gonna leave. Yeah. So, Call me when it's over. Enough was enough at this point. Oh, you think? Yeah, at this point, right? At this point, I can't take it anymore. The government of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania paid $42 million oh, shit. to buy the land and relocate the remaining residents in Centralia, or Centralia, however you want to say it, to somewhere safer. Over a thousand people took the offer and left. Uh, they should have fucking did that from the jump. Now, now, notice how he said over a thousand took the offer. That how, means some people did not take the offer and decided many to stay. How, I shouldn't say dumbasses because we don't know their situation, but... <coughs> they didn't give me an exact number of how many stayed. All I know is that one of them was the former mayor at the time. Was the mayor at the time. Oh, he was going down with the ship. Oh, yeah. He was going to go down with the ship. And he was, I think he died in like 2000 something. And he was like 93 years old. Well, he didn't die of carbon monoxide poisoning. I... Clearly, at that age. <laughs> I'm gonna say old age might have got him. Well. And Bless his heart. 
and due to the agreement, Blessed be my dude. Due to the agreement, five hundred building, five hundred ish buildings were demolished to you know. I'm assuming to discourage people from moving in or squatting. Right, right. Because you ju- you just got them out. You don't. Want yeah, you don't want in. people more co- more people coming in. It's not in. safe there. That's why they fucking left. So. I for- I think it's like Route Six. 60- oh my god, people! I am so sorry. Talk a little louder. I got blow my nose. It is Highway or Route Sixty One that leads into Centralia. <laughs> sorry. Oh no! I paused specifically for that. <laughs> You asshole. We pride ourselves in trying not to edit. We haven't edited not one episode nope. episode yet. I mean, you know, unless a bomb drops or something catastrophic happens, we pride ourselves in not editing. Yeah. We're real, people! <laughs> Go ahead. So, the road, the road leading into Centralia, <laughs> which is, I think, like, Route 61 or Highway 61, something 61 or 60, something like that. 66? No. That's out in Nevada. Yes, I know. <laughs> It has gotten the nickname Graffiti Highway because people would go to, would try to go to Centralia and they would just leave their mark on the broken highway. And I say broken because it was ruined due to the underground fire. The heat coming up. It was caused it, it caused it to buckle and break from the pressure building up underneath. Mm-mm. So you have a fire that can't escape and it's forcing its way through the ground. And your dumbass is going to go walk on it. Well, this was back in the day, so I think, like, lately it hasn't been as active, but it's still, obviously, it's still burning. People, I forget what, I want to say geological experts or something, were saying that there's still enough coal underneath that town to keep the fire burning for another 250 years. Holy fucking shit. It's a shame they can't get it put out. And go in and yeah, they, they, and harvest harvest is that the right word? That would be the right word, I would say. But it, I think it's the fact that like they want to, but the the prospect of doing so <laughs> prospect get it because mine. Ah, I see what you did there. <laughs> the prospect of Cheeky it, bastard, would cost too much. Like you're you, like earlier, they they ran out of funding for two different ideas. Well, I mean, if you and one like, of them went over went twenty thousand dollars over budget anyway. But I mean, it's been burning all this time for, since the sixties, and it hasn't burned out. Yeah, imagine because I'm sure the cut the mine the like the mine shafts. How much down. is still down there that could be harvested? Yeah, that's what that's the thing. It's just like there's Why so do much. I feel like harvested is not the right word. Because you're probably thinking of something else that's I'm associated with... like, <laughs> harvesting a field, or... I mean, it's the right word. You would be... My... I don't know why, but my immediate... Mind, th- mind. Yeah. But, and it's the thing, like, people are probably, like, there are probably some people, not all people, because I'm not, I'm sure there are probably people that would listen to this and be like, oh, well, I know why it's still burning, but there are probably some people that don't understand why it's still burning at this point, and my assumption would be, because I am not an expert, but this would be my <laughs> assumption... That the mine shafts that lead down into those mines are probably not like fully sealed off, so there's still oxygen and whatnot oh, yeah. going down there in there. There could be fueling. tiny holes all over the place that nobody even knows. Oh yeah, and like they're next to a tree trunk. Yeah, or... and it's and it's adding oxygen, yep. fueling the fire. It's yep. not because, as you would know, fire needs oxygen in which to burn. Yes, but I digress from that. Um, where was I? Uh, it was ruined due to the underground fire causing it to buckle and break from pressure building up underneath. It is considered a ghost town, despite... There are still people living there to this day. 
You know how many people still live in Centralia, PA? I, uh, how many? Five. Five! Five people make up the entire town of Centralia, PA. Do they all live in the same household? No! <laughs> there are five people, as of my current knowledge, that still live in Centralia, PA. And the government is only allowing them to live there under Are they grandfathered in? Under one stipulation. So, oh, by the way, Centralia doesn't even have its own postal code anymore. They bought they they Oh, what's the word? Um uh fuck. What's the word I'm trying to think of? I don't know. Uh discontinued. Oh. They discontinued Centralia's postal code, I believe in 2002. So these that people... That poor postal guy from the next town over that's got to go and deliver their mail there. I don't think they can it, get mail there. I'd be like, yo, put one big giant mailbox right no, that's out what, front. Exactly, like right at the city limit where they can, where they could just drive I, down Graffiti Highway and then back. My fucking ass ain't going in there. Shit. But, but yeah. They ha so there's is the ground like hot to the touch? I would think it would have to be. So at one point I think it was because I read, I think it was in the article from uh, allthatisinteresting.com. That people were okay with it because they could har they could grow tomatoes in winter. Oh shit, that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't have to worry about like not because it was still warm around there. Yeah, so the stipulation Your greenhouse would be warm year Oh yeah, so the stipulation that the government gave them to allow that they would allow people to still live there was that after they <laughs> die, the rights <laughs> to their homes would transfer to the state. Okay, so it's kind of like that Alaska thing where. I forget. I used to watch the show, but there was like the original homesteads that are in the parts of Alaska that are so uninhabitable. Yes, and people. There was like a hundred families. I can't remember the name of the damn show. I'll have to look it up. Alaskan bush people. No, not them. <laughs> um, but that was basically it. Once, if they died, they the state would take over the. Like if they died, then their children would get it. Uh huh. But it would only transfer for three lifetimes. So, like, so you got three generations of people staying in the home. And then it would go back to, to the state, the state of okay. Alaska. Yes. So yeah, if these pe when these people die, the state would take the property because that was the one condition that the state gave them. Right. Now, some of you are probably sitting sitting at home or in your car at work, maybe thinking to yourself, "But these Mark, these two fucking idiots won't shut up." Anyway, <laughs> you guys are probably sitting there thinking, "But Mark, you may be asking yourself." How does this relate to horror or true crime or anything you guys talk about on this podcast? Well, if you waited an extra fucking second or two, I was getting to that. <laughs> you wrote that, didn't you? I did. <laughs> oh my God, we have fucking issues. The burning, this is the nickname I came up with. The burning ghost town of Centralia <coughs> is, actually an is actually an inspiration for the horror survival video game franchise with movies, Silent Hill. <laughs> Centralia, the, the screenwriter... Oh my god, I think I remember you telling me that! Yep. So the screenwriter for this, the Silent Hill... I want to watch Silent Hill. Subpar movie, great parts. That, like, the movie itself is good. It, it definitely might do for an upgrade. But anyway, I digress. Well, it's old. Yeah, it's what, 2006, I think? Um, the, the guy that wrote the screenplay for the movie actually visited Centralia... For inspiration. Well, that as as he should. So, 
it is the it's it is an inspiration for Silent Hill, where the titular town is a. Well, foggy... the game came out before the movie, right? Or did the movie come out? No, before games the game? came out in the nineties. Okay, so the games came out before yes. the movie. All right, we actually have the first one or two I, on the I, PS3. I think. I think so. Yes. So Please Silent Hill, for those of you that aren't in the know, which honestly you should play the games. They're fucking horrifying. And the really and the gore. movies the movies are very gory. The movies are yeah. If you're into the gore. You, if I, if people have watched the movie, you'll know what the bloodbath scene is, and don't say anything else, Mom. I'm not going to, because now I know what we're talking about. Yep. So, for those of you that don't know what Silent Hill is, the titular town of Silent Hill is a foggy hellscape full of monsters and demons of various sizes and shapes. And do they really live down there? <laughs> including monsters like Pyramid Head who is most likely the most popular creature from the series, think of a, like, six-foot fucking muscularly lean butcher with a giant-ass knife that looks like Cloud's buster sword from Final Fantasy. And he's coming to get And the guy doesn't have, like, an, it, like, you can't see the guy's head. He's wearing, like, a giant pyramid cage thing. And he just drags the sword, or I think it's called, like, the... I think it's literally just called the giant knife. Yeah, I don't remember if it had an actual... But he's just dragging that, and he doesn't run or anything. He walks, and he will catch you. And he always catches up. It's He's like Michael Myers. Yeah, he's like any slasher film. Yeah, he's like Michael Myers. He where, like, they'll, they're walking at, like, a nice slow pace. You turn the corner, and they're right in front and of you. And bam, there they are. Yep. But yeah, it's... That was psycho, but still. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... Jamie Lee Curtis is Janet Lee's daughter. <laughs> Janet Lee was the the female lead in Psycho for those of you don't, that don't know. But but uh, but yeah, like it's it's wild knowing that like a cl uh, such a the place near like I can't say nearby. It's probably like a couple hour drive from us. Like I could go. Uh, it's 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 close in close as in it's not like across the country. Right. It is a drivable, it is a, it is a, not like comfortable, but it is a drivable distance. Jesus. Sorry, people, my allergies are <laughs> fucking brutal, man. It is a drivable distance from where we are currently located. It's not undoable. Yes. At most, it's like a four hour drive. At most. And fun fact about Pyramid Head, the man who designed him, which I think his name is Masahiro Ito... Recently, that's not Japanese at all. Oh well, yeah. Well, it's done by Capcom or Konami. It's one of those. Konami? Yeah, it's Konami because no one likes Konami anymore. Um, he recently admitted earlier this year, and I quote: "I wish I hadn't designed fucking Pyramid Head." <laughs> oh, because I think when he originally designed him, or it rather, when he originally designed Pyramid Head, it was specific for. The main character of the game. Because Pyramid Head appears in Silent Hill 2. Oh, okay. But it was specific for the character that you play as, which I think his name is James. And I over don't the, remember playing the game. I know we have it. We have the first one on our PS3. It's, it's fucking spooky. But um, I think over the years, people have just been like using it as a mascot for the series. And he... I guess he... I guess he's just like pissed that people have kind of missed the point of what Pyramid Head was supposed to be about in his in the original appearance. Okay. So he's kind of like, 
fuck, I wish I wasn't the one that designed him because look at what has happened to Will with him. Right. I guess he feels they kind of like bastardized his original right, like idea. Right, from grace somehow. Yeah. Which is weird because in like some weird twisted ways, you if you've played the games, you could probably understand, especially if you dug into it, you could, like Pyramid Head could be seen as like an anti-hero kind of character, which is right. kind of fucked like up. Deadpool. Yeah. Except not as funny. And who doesn't love Deadpool? He's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I love Ryan Reynolds. But, um... Yeah, that is the story... That is the quick synopsis of Centralia, PA. A mining town that became real-life Silent Hill. <laughs> and is still burning to this day. And probably will for the next 250 <laughs> years. Cheese <laughs> and rice. Ah! That was, was a hell of a thing. <laughs> wow. But, uh, yeah, so I hope you guys listened to the previous episode before you listen to this, because... If not, you need to go back. If not, you've wasted the past, like, 20 minutes listening to me rant and not listen to the first half of this, like, the first, like, 20 minutes of this episode or something. Or you listened to the first 20 minutes and went, what the fuck is she talking about? And then you're... you're point being, <laughs> listen to the previous episode before you listen to this one. And you'll understand what's going on. Yeah, we will put part one and part two. I, I don't know if I'm going to release one this week, one next week. I feel like that's wrong. Because people are going to be like, well, what the fuck happened? I think we should... I, I, I have an idea of what we should do. So, because, and then I don't want them to go like watch it or look it up and then they don't want to listen. Yeah. So... Thank you guys for listening. This one's a bit of a short... Well, this, nah, this is about on par for what yeah. we normally do. So thank you guys for listening to Horror Cultural, where we grow love for all things spooky and macabre. And you can find us at... Horror Cultural on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Please follow us on Twitter. <laughs> we we don't no, have any followers. We have no followers on Twitter, but we are... Thanks. And I think we only have one on YouTube, and that's you. Oh, so you didn't even follow your... No, wait, then the, then there's two. Uh, I know, I gotta quit fucking around. I gotta get the YouTube videos up. We have more followers on YouTube, or not YouTube, on no, Facebook. We, we, have, <laughs> we have more followers on Facebook and I think Instagram, Instagram than we do anywhere pretty else. Instagram good, but you know, please, tell, tell your friends. If you guys like how fucking stupid we are, <laughs> and how we don't edit shit, and we burp and blow our noses, and... and <laughs> I mean, I don't think we've farted yet. If we have, you haven't heard it. Or maybe you have. Oh, before we forget. Yeah. We keep saying, okay, Jamie, okay, Jamie. Oh, right. So, a few years ago, my brother had passed away. And my... We almost fucking forgot this episode. Oh, yeah. And my brother was kind of a, kind of a merry prankster when he oh, was alive. Yeah. And oh, that has yeah. not changed since he's passed away. Since he's been kind of fucking with us the entire day. Yeah, he's been... Flickering the fucking lights on me in every room I go into. Oh, it was flickering my bedroom lights a few days ago. The living room light has flickered five, six times. I saw a shadow out of the corner of my eye. So, yeah, our bro my brother has been haunting us. But not in a malicious way. Yeah, no. Up there, there it goes. See, he's saying, well... Yeah, it's so fucked up <laughs> that you just said that and he flickered the light. And when I went to go pee earlier, he flickered the fucking lights in there like, hey, mom! <laughs> like with his jazz hands. Yeah. Hey, mom! So, yes, you had a we had a silent guest appearance by my brother. Okay, and, maybe they'll hear something we don't hear. Yeah, like you get that quiet moment and it's just like, 
fuck these guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. So you can also email us at horrorcultural at gmail.com. Please, if you want to email us any stories that you may have, stories that you want us to look into, stories that you want us to tell. Uh, like I said in the last episode, <clears throat> if... <laughs> Sorry. Smooth. If we get uh, enough emails, or any emails... Any at all. Any, whatsoever. Uh, we might do a fan a fan mail episode where we kind of read off a few of them. That would be so much fun. That would be fun, actually. So yes, please follow us on social media. Feel free to send us an email. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next uh, episode. Well, well, you'll hear us in the next episode. <laughs> I'm so used to YouTube speak that I say see you in the next episode. <laughs> Don't forget to uh, like us, follow us, and give us a five-star rating on Spotify. And Hell I yeah. say this every fucking week. <laughs> I think we are also on Google. Yes, I think we are on like, the uh, Google Podcast thing. The Google Podcast. Uh, I don't think we have any... I think we're analytics all... on that. I think everything we have is on Spotify. All right, James. All right, I'm wrapping it up. Fuck a doodle do. Anyway, I'm still figuring out the RSS shit. And if anybody out there knows how to do it, hey, hit a bitch up. Tell a bitch what to do. Send us a message on Facebook or send us an email. Those will be the easiest you places to find us. You can slide into our DMs on Instagram. Mark or I will answer. Yes. Um. Quick update on Taylor. I don't know if she's going to be joining us or not. Um, but we've been trucking along. But we've regardless. been trucking along. We've been we've been managing. You know, we got this. We got this. Anyway, guys, thank you, and we love you so much. Peace. And talk to you later. Bye.